Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of What the Chell, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. I'm your hostess, my name is Haley, and this week I am interviewing Beth Frank. She is a hockey fan and hockey-focused small business owner of her company Stick Tap Designs. She designed some really beautiful pieces of jewelry and other hockey accessories, and we just had a lot of fun talking about the artistic community within sports, what it's like to be a small business owner. We went on a whole rambly path about hockey mascots, and she was a joy to talk with. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did. As always, please subscribe on whatever podcast app you listen on, and please leave me a rating or a review. It helps get me up in the podcast charts and get me on more people's radar. Follow me everywhere at What the Chell Pod, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. I love you. Bye. Hi, Beth. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to talk to you today. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited too. Awesome. Okay. So, start off, tell me and my listeners a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? What do you like to do in your free time? Just give me the rundown on Beth. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I, my name is Beth. <laughs> um, I, my, I would say that my passions in life are creativity, hockey, Harry Potter, uh, and escape room. That sums me up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big escape room buff. With your creativity, what's your biggest outlet there? Um, it's got to be what I'm doing right now with Tap Designs. Um, I just I love combining the artistry that I do with that. Um, just just mixing creativity and hockey uh, is the best thing I could possibly be doing. Um, and I love it so much that I I don't really even need to branch out of that that much. Like, I don't need an outlet for my outlet, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I do also dabble a little bit in plant art, too. Um, I have, like, a side-side puzzle, um, and I do, like, some plant-inspired earrings as well because I, for two years, I worked for an exotic plant shop. Um, so I have a lot oh, of that is so cool. Who, yeah, um, so I do a lot of like monstera leaves and exotic, exotic like reptiles and things like that because there's a lot of crossover in that world. Not a lot of crossover between that and hockey, but there's some. Those people are pretty cool. <laughs> That's so awesome. Okay, so you have a small business. It's called Stick Tap Designs. So tell me a little bit about that company. Give me the rundown on that, and then kind of what made you want to start this company in the first place? So it started with, uh, I'll go, we got to go back in time a little bit. I, I officially launched Tap Designs in 2019, but it had been like a brainchild of mine for several years before that. Um, I don't remember when it was, but for a while there was, uh, a lot of popularity with round, like, circular purses, and there's just a lot of just black circle purses just everywhere they were at Forever 21, like, everywhere you went, and I was like, yeah. that's a hockey puck. Uh, like, <laughs> that, 
That purse is a hockey puck, and I need to buy one and put a hockey logo on it and just carry that into the game. And that's how it started. So I got, I just bought a bunch for myself, um, and I ended up getting like a light purple one that was kind of like the Hockey Fights Cancer Ooh. Lavender color. Um, so I made one for a Hockey Fights Cancer game here in Florida, and I wore it to the game, and I got what every creator wants to hear is, where did you get that? And you get to answer that one <gasps> oh, answer. Oh, that must be the best feeling. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of like the first, like, when I officially, like, brought it to the world and took it out of my head. That is so cool. I love that you just saw something and you just ran with it. Like you were mm-hmm. like, this product does not exist. So I'm going to make it exist. <laughs> yeah, I think that's like, that's one of the things that creative people do is we solve problems um, that other people don't don't know are there. Um, we just bring things to life because we know that I knew when I came up with that, that I couldn't be the only one who would want something like that like I you know my ideas are unique and I say that in a good way that you know we all share this this passion for this this cool stuff so I knew once I did that uh somebody was going to see it and want one that's so awesome I love that so what do you currently sell in your company you started with the puck purses what's Mm -hmm. it looking like these days so these days, I love, I added on a lot of polymer clay stuff. I've been doing polymer clay earrings for maybe the last year or so. Um, and that's really fun because I get to make a lot more in a shorter amount of time. It takes me a lot of hours to do one purse or one pair of shoes, which I also love doing, but it's really fun to um do something where I work for the same amount of time and the outcome is a lot more of one thing at a time. Um, So that lets me get more creative and like do more variations and different colors and and things like that. Um, So I love both um, like painting on things just as much as I love creating things with the clay, but it's it's been a, a lot of fun to add that. That's awesome. I was taking a look at your shop on your Instagram um, and seeing a lot of Florida Panthers themed stuff. So that must be your team. So tell me all about how you got into hockey, how you chose your teams. If you have any other teams that you follow besides the Panthers, just tell me all about that. All right. So that's a story. Um, I actually grew up a Sabres fan. I am born and raised in Florida, but my parents are from Buffalo. So I was a huge Sabres fan. I I still love the Sabres. I credit my love of hockey to them. So they'll always have a soft spot in my heart. Um, But when I started dating my boyfriend in college, he was a huge Panthers fan. Um, So, you know, they was like a a team one, team two situation with the Sabres still being one and the Panthers two. And then over the years, that kind of, switched um the more I went to games with him and then he got a job in in the organization so uh I started rooting super hard for them and it's been really fun to be a Panthers fan 
for the last uh, year or two. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine having that be your team, you know, this past playoff season. Like, that must have been so much fun for you and for your boyfriend as well, being part of the organization. Like, that must have just been such an incredible feeling. It was it was crazy. It was so fun. Um, and that this franchise has suffered for a really long time. Um, so it was really fun to be a part of going to the Stanley Cup Finals. I mean, you know, it wasn't the end that we wanted, but the journey was absolutely wild. And I got to be there for a lot of incredible games. I was there for, um, you know, the series clinching win against the Hurricanes um, with my parents. My mom was, like, waving her rally towel around <laughs> so emphatically that she hit me in the face. Um, it was oh, amazing. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that it was a sounds drive. so fun. Also, I got to uh, be a little bit of an all-star apologist because I got to go to that last year, and um, I've been listening to your podcast, and I went a little back in time and listened to last year. I know that on TV – it must have been so boring. But in person, it was one of the greatest experiences ever. So I encourage anyone listening, if there's an all-star near you or you can get reasonable tickets and a stay to go fly to one, absolutely do it and take in all of the fanfare, everything that the city is doing. So much fun. And it was as boring as it was on TV. It was so much fun in person. Yeah, I'd imagine it would kind of be one of those things where like, it's just a lot better to be there, like than it is to just be watching it because then you don't get you don't get the atmosphere, you don't get the vibes, you don't get the fan experience. And that's so cool that you got to go. I bet that was a lot of fun. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I do agree that they should not have broken up the events the way that they did. Like that made no sense. Um, Even in person, but still so much fun. Yeah, that's good. That's so cool. I'll be curious to see if they change anything up this year because I think it was for TV watchers across the board. It was kind of this mutual decision of this kind of sucked. Like this did not work well. So I wonder if they'll kind of switch it up this year. Oh yeah, I hope they do because an improvement for the TV experience is also going to be an improvement for the in-person experience. Um, Yeah, if they can learn from their mistakes then it's going to be better. And I always loved the All-Star weekend. Like, I loved the skill competition. It was always so fun. So it was a bit of a bummer that they made some of those odd choices last year, but hopefully they they fix it up this year. Yeah, it seems like there's some new fun events this year that are kind of different and unique, like the obstacle course. I'm really interested to see that one. I think that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to do with that, if they're going to be jumping over things, ducking under things. And, of course, I'm excited to see the women you know yeah yeah so exciting that's so fun who are your favorite players like when you were a Sabres fan who was it who is it now who's been those like stand players for you uh my all-time favorite player is Ryan Miller um not just for you know his career as a Sabre but also the 2010 Olympics in Vancouver I mean we went home with silver but he was still like an absolute god in that Olympic run. And that's what that year got me into international hockey and following USA hockey. Um, oh, okay. 
So that was, I, I'll always love Ryan Miller. Um, Aww. Yeah. Um, I would say it's hard for me now. I I don't like to have favorite players because I don't want them to go anywhere. Um, but oh, my gosh. That's such a mood. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard not to be just riding the wave that is Sam Reinhardt this year and uh, loving Kachuk. Nice. Yeah. I love that. The Panthers are a fun team to watch. Like, I'm I'm not a fan, but I've, you know, watching them in the playoffs last year and then catching them, you know, in as many games as I can. Like, they're so much fun. Yeah. There's some serious talent on that team. Yeah, I mean, Reinhardt's been crazy to watch this year. Um, just, yeah. I don't think he's on, like, a 12-game point streak right now. Wow. Yeah. That's really impressive. Yeah. If you um, – I don't know how far back you've gone in the in our podcast episodes, but we had this, this thing last season where we would say something and then it would – the opposite would come true. So, like, we jinxed yeah. Mitch Marner. Yeah. We said something about he's yep. had, like, a 16-game point streak or something and then he lost it. So let's hope that doesn't happen to Sam Reinhardt. Maybe because you're a guest – the hockey gods won't have the same vengeance against you. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, <laughs> um, I regret saying that now. I take it back. We'll cut it out. <laughs> he hasn't done anything. He's not shown up to any game. Let's get Reinhardt back. He's got to get the monkey off his back. I don't know what he's doing. Wake up, Reinhardt. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, let's go back to your business for a little bit. Um, I would just love to know, like, what are some of the biggest challenges of being a small business owner? What are kind of give me, I don't know anything about that world at all. Kind of give me the pros and cons of it, I guess. Um, the number one biggest challenge that I face is pricing. Um, it's, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people talk about this. Um, maybe we do like amongst ourselves as business owners, but I don't know if like customers realize how vulnerable it is to put a number on your work and like put it out there and hope that people will, you know, buy it. Or like I do a lot of things that are just custom. So I'm, I'll have inquiries come in and, it's not like a storefront where something's just up for sale and they can either buy it or not. And I have no idea, but it's like people are in my DMs and asking me to make something and then I have to say what price it is. And it's so scary um, to just like, you know, see that message read and like just be waiting to see if it's like, <laughs> okay or not. And it's just, it's very vulnerable. Um, and I'm a strong advocate, um, not just for myself, but for other people in the space to charge what they're worth because, you know, undercharging to make a sale not only hurts yourself, but it hurts your peers. It hurts, like, the industry itself. Um, so it's just, you know, it's, that's the hardest thing. And um, second-guessing yourself and kind of you kind of like negotiate with yourself and you'll 
you'll think that you deserve a certain thing, but you're like, maybe that's too much. Maybe I'm not talented enough or I haven't learned enough skills. I don't deserve this yet. Um, so that's, that's the biggest one right there. Yeah, that sounds tough. I can't imagine, you know, this podcast is, I guess, kind of my creative outlet and my, you know, my work. And I can't imagine how tough it would be to be like, oh, you have to pay this much to listen to an episode. You know, I feel like I wouldn't be able to put that like value on myself. That's something I didn't even think about. But yeah, that's got to be a huge, huge challenge. Yeah. And I've had, um, I've had it both ways. I've been told for earrings that I charge too little and too much. Um, (laughs) So maybe that means I'm right where I should be. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the number one challenge. Um, but it's a good challenge to have because it means that you went for it and you're, you know, you, you know that you're worth something and you just have to figure out what that is. And it's an exercise in building your self-confidence and, you know, being in that uncomfortable zone, um, and, you know, we don't grow if we're not uncomfortable. So that's, that's my that's, take on that. That's, that's good. I love that. Um, I feel like it's got to be so empowering, though, to give that price that you really feel like you're worth and then make the sale. Like, that's got to feel so good, I'd imagine. It is. It's very validating. Um, and, you know, not that you need to be validated, but it, it feels good to know that, like, someone said yeah you're worth that um and it felt really good the one time uh someone gave me a little extra because they said you're not charging enough oh love that (laughs) (laughs) that's great um kind of on the flip side what are some of the best things about being a small business owner and what have some of your biggest wins been in regard to your business um the best thing is the connections that I've made um I have become actual bona fide friends with some of my clients, Um, like most of them. Um, My friend Eve in New York, she ordered a Lundquist Rangers purse from me, and I ended up staying at her house for something like three nights in October when I went to go see, or I went to go to the, the sports girls club, um, they had like a women in sports networking event before the New Jersey Devils oh, game. Cool. And I went and I stayed with Eve, who was a former customer. Um, also, Adrian Guffy Chan. Uh, she's a huge Avs fan. You should totally have her on the podcast, by the way. Um, Love to. She's a fellow artist, and she's just she's real big in in Colorado. She was my first ever. Um, sort of online sale. Uh, you know, I made a sale at the Panthers games, like an in-person sale, but when I, like, launched on Instagram, she was the first person to ever message me, and she's, she, like, one of my biggest supporters and just an awesome friend. Um, and then some wins that I've had, I got to make a purse for... Uh, Tasha Stevenson, Chandler Stevenson's wife, on... Wow. Yeah. Um, so that was on my... I had a goals 
little chalkboard and one of my goals was to get a a wag client and I had a DM from her and I was like absolutely I will make you a first um, that is incredible yeah so I was super excited by that um and turned that around real fast because it was for I think the playoffs not against us but it was the previous year or maybe it was even two oh, okay. years ago but like she wanted it for a home game and I had like a weekend to finish it and got it done, got it out to her. And so that was pretty awesome. So I just, I hope to, to grow more in that space too. I'd love one day to be one of those artists that makes, you know, a whole team of wives something. Either they're all in matching purses by me, matching shoes by me. I'll dabble in jackets. Um, I even earrings, like if I could do uh, a team full of earrings for some player wide. Oh, that, that would there. be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you probably saw kind of in that vein um, the jacket that Taylor Swift was wearing that the player's wife made the small business. I thought it was so cute how I, I wish I could remember the player's name. Kristen Yuschik. Yes. That's her name. I don't know his name, but that's okay. It was so cute how in every post he saw about it, he was commenting and he was like, my wife made that. This She was like tagging her. Like, I was like, this is so cute. Like, we need more of this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We stand a supportive man just backing. And like, she's there. She's doing her thing. Like, she's making a legit name for herself. Like, that was, I followed her immediately when, when that came out. I actually sent her a message just saying that, you know, it was super cool and I thought it was awesome what she's been doing to keep it up. Um, I'd love to work with her one day. I don't know how, but I just, I wish the best for her and just hope she keeps killing it with that because that was amazing. Um, Taylor Swift wearing that jacket definitely skyrocketed her following um, and that's awesome. Yeah, I just, I thought that was so cool. So when you started talking about, you know, making something for a wag, that was like kind of like the first thing that it made me think of. I was like, you could be on that level one day. You could be making stuff for Taylor Swift, you know, like who knows? <laughs> yeah, if you weren't going to bring up Kristen Muschek, I was definitely going to bring it up during the Taylor Swift song <laughs> question because I had to talk about her because that is just amazing. Yeah, she is so cool. I think that's so phenomenal. And I just, I love the support that she received. Like everybody was talking about how cool the jacket was, what beautiful work it was. You know, it was such a big moment. And I just, I love that for her. Like that had to feel absolutely insane. I've never felt like so proud for someone that I've never met. (laughs) Yes, I get that. Totally. That's so, so cool. Um, Okay, so just continuing on this thread about um, your business and, and your designs, what's your biggest inspiration for your designs? How do you, you know, how does an earring go from in your head to finish? Um, I think it even starts a little bit before it's in my head. I, I'm just, I'm very inspired by the designs that are already out there. There's some incredible jerseys just around this league. I mean, the NHL has, like, I would say the best, like, 
jerseys of any sport. Like, I love all sports, but, you know, when you can have that, that long sleeve sweater and it's everything. It's the socks. It's the long sleeve. It's, it's the crest on the front. Yeah. The numbering. Um, just the colors. Um, basketball's pretty cool too, but they, they don't have as much going on. Um, baseball jerseys are cool. Football jerseys are a little boring. Little They're just kind of same, on the all the same. Back. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of cookie cutter. Um, but yeah, hockey jerseys are just just inspirational in and of themselves. I mean, there's it followed long before I even started my business. I always followed aesthetics and just whenever third jerseys were like, you know, announced that they were coming, um, that was always so exciting. It would be like jersey watch whatever year, whatever summer it was, and you know little details get leaked and um I'm super sad that with uh the NHL leaving Adidas that we have said goodbye to the reverse retro program oh, because no. that has been oh I love reverse retro um and one of my my favorite panther earring designs is that that cat uh that that's got the striping that's the same mm-hmm. color as our Mm-hmm. Our second edition of the reverse retro. So, just, just I, you know, it's funny because, like, I have my favorite teams, but I've also, sort of, I see the league like in terms of aesthetics too. Like, I love Seattle's colors and oh, same. <laughs> have certain teams, yeah. Like, um, I love the Minnesota Wild. Like, I love that that deep green with that red um, and that little pop of tan that just takes it a little bit away from the Christmas. Um, <laughs> so just, I I have an appreciation for even my least favorite teams, like something about them aesthetically. Um, obviously, I'm a little salty about last year, so I'm not a huge fan of the Golden Knights, <laughs> but I love that their, their stripe and their jersey has this, like, impression of like this this scroll work and it's I have to try to recreate it in clay um so I just I see things that are just little details that some fans overlook a lot of fans don't um a lot of fans appreciate those little details but that's something that I have a, a really trained eye for so it starts with that and then I I usually you know I I like to focus on like a team's socks or their the sleeves, uh, the stripes on their sleeves, like how thick is each bar of color in relation to the one next to it. Um, so I'll try to recreate that and kind of kind of do that in, in an earring form. Um, and just go from there. Um, I have been doing a lot of like mascot inspired shapes when it comes to my earrings like I have I did a bear shape for the Minnesota Wild obviously I have like a jaguar panther cat shape for the panthers but I'm trying to add I'm going to add um a more generic sort of shape so that I can apply it to every team and very soon I'm going to be launching sort of like an art deco collection um a lot of yeah, um, like Art Deco shapes, and then they're just going to be, you know, in all the team colorways, 
that I can possibly come up with and offer. So I'm excited to sort of be a little more accessible because right now, like, my shop is very narrow. Um, and it's hard to, like, I have to buy um, supplies that fit each team when it's, like, mascot specific because I, you know, I, I get, like, cutters mm -hmm. for my clay. Um, and I'll sometimes have to get those custom made. And it's hard to, kind of going back to the pricing thing, um, it's hard to make that purchase when I don't know if it's going to sell. Yeah. So I kind of have to wait and see if someone asks me for something, like the Minnesota Wild pair that I made. I wouldn't have made that unless someone reached out to me and said, hey, can you make me um, a Minnesota Wild pair of earrings? But adding on something that's like more, you know, more about the colors than about the shape itself um, is exciting. So I'll be sharing that very soon. Um, but I love both. So I'm going to continue doing, you know, the mascot inspired things and animals and all that stuff. That is so cool. I'm so excited to see this collection. I do have a request. I would love if you would do the Anaheim Ducks 30th anniversary colors, the purple and the teal. That would look so, oh, so nice. It. And I would buy those in a heartbeat. <laughs> you got it. Absolutely. I love that. I love a throwback colorway. Yes. Yes. Same. Speaking of the mascot, have you, have you made a pair of gritty earrings yet? Because that would just be such a funny looking shape. It would just be a blob. <laughs> I have not, but I have thought about it. I have thought about like ordering some kind of cutter that's like his head and I would love to put googly eyes on it and also get blocking powder so that it's fuzzy. Oh, that so, would be so fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so now that you've said that, I feel like I need to follow that thread. Oh my gosh, I love that. I think they would sell like hotcakes because people have a love-hate relationship with Gritty. I think Gritty's incredibly creepy and I kind of can't stand him, but people love Gritty. <laughs> oh, he terrified me when he first emerged from the the depths of whatever, you know, the rubble of underneath. How did they describe it? I don't remember. It was hysterical, though. I don't even um, remember. <laughs> but since then, he has, you know, his googly eyes have found their way into my heart. <laughs> I love that. I feel like Pennsylvania just has some wacky mascots. Because have you seen Iceberg, the penguins mascot? Oh, yeah. He's he like, like crackhead penguin. He looks like the kind of costume that you could just buy at like a local costume shop. Like it looks, it almost looks homemade. Yeah. In its simplicity. Uh, but I don't know. <laughs> It looks like one of those uh, mascots that you would see in like Times Square where it's like the people yes. just trying to like get yeah. money when you take a picture with them. Like that's the kind of vibes it's yeah. giving. Like discount Elmo. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know exactly what I mean. <laughs> yeah. He looks kind of like if you asked AI to make like a mascot of a penguin. <laughs> yes. Way before AI's that's time, but absolutely. Yeah. Like that's what you would end up with. But like a, like a 1950s, like you said, please make me a 
you know, a vintage mascot of a penguin. Yes. Absolutely. That, that's what it would spit out. <laughs> Actually, have you seen, I feel like it was like last year. Do you ever see the, there was like an AI mascot, like <gasps> yes. creation thing? Yes. It was so, oh my God, it was terrifying oh, they were and hysterical. Awful. And, oh, it was so frightening. I want to go back and and watch that again. But, I know. But, now that you yeah. said it, I need to look for it again. They were, oh, they were horrible. But it's one of those things where it's like, they're horrible, but also you can't look away. Like, <laughs> Right. Like, it was, it was solid. I was cracking up. I mean, I was terrified, but also highly amused. Yes, absolutely. It was... Oh, man. I forgot about that. You just, like, unlocked a memory from last season. <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten about it, too, until we started talking about this. This, uh, yeah. Oh, Gritty. Gritty takes you down some paths. Oh, boy. Isn't... That would be a good title. <laughs> Gritty takes you down some paths. <laughs> <laughs> That's our episode title. Maybe. We'll, we'll keep it in the, in the bank here for possible titles. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let's just completely shift gears here from being silly about mascots. Um, this <laughs> league gives us no choice. These mascots are something else sometimes, I swear. <laughs> um, so in your opinion, what are the best and worst things about being a woman in this hockey space? And kind of, I know you don't work for a team, but you're, you're in the hockey world. You work for it. You are a huge fan. Best and worst about that, because there's definitely both. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the best, I've already said this, but just to reiterate, the best is the connections, um, just meeting new people. Like, I've already mentioned a couple friends I made, but even beyond that, um, one of my best friends I met through what I do and just in the hockey community, Cassie, I think you follow her. I do, yeah, um, Cassie is so cool. She is amazing. She's got, like, the best brain for, like, just she's gonna go places she just has like this marketing yeah. like she knows what she's doing and uh her and I go to games a ton and we're always just like just dressed to the nines we like plan what we're gonna wear like all right what theme is it if it's if it's already a theme night then we go as hard as we can like pink in the rings we were like that we understood the assignment yes um but sometimes we're like okay there's no theme it's reverse retro night for us so we're gonna go head to toe reverse retro um, so just people like that, um, and, um, yeah, just, just women support each other, so I think that's beautiful, um, I've loved watching a platform like Sports Girls Club just start and yeah. just blossom into this huge thing, um, I'm going to the conference in Boston, so I'm super excited oh, about so that. Oh, so fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. That's um, the first day of the conference is actually my 35th birthday, so. Oh, my gosh. That's so, What a great way yeah. to spend your birthday, surrounded by fellow women in sports, just supporting each other, and oh, that's so fun. Yeah. So, like, just communities like that that have been just born out of it being a boys club, it's just like, you know, we've kind of had to be the antithesis of this space that just transitioning into the other half of the question of what's the worst part. Um, it just, you know, it feels like, and it's not always true, um, 
there's a perception that we're not allowed um, or that, you know, our opinions don't matter or, you know, the main five players. Uh, <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember walking around um, the the Panthers arena is right across the street from this giant outlet mall down here. Um, so before games, like I would usually walk around the mall and I'm just wearing my Panthers gear and I'm walking in the store and, you know, I get the name five players from a, from a guy in a shop and I'm like, dude, like I can probably name more players than you can. <laughs> so I don't need to prove anything to you. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's just, and I don't, I'm lucky I I don't get, like, a lot of firsthand experience with that negative side of things. I actually have a decent amount of men that um, they're usually, like, like some artistic guys that follow me and support me. Um, cool. That's and just, awesome. Just, just like my stuff. I'm actually one of the coolest um, – one of the coolest things is there's this guy, his name is Trent. Um, his account is Old Time Table Hockey. And he 3D prints, like, um, how do you call it? Like the the bubble hockey arena. Oh, like okay. Stick. Yeah. Yeah. So he makes, he does that, and he also does little, like, vignettes, um, like, of, like, classic hockey fights and stuff. Oh, so he yeah. has, like, a full-scale like Boston Garden um like arena that he built like he has all the players and then he has um like stands so it's like it's not just the ice surface it's the arena itself too like there's there's oh, okay and um he puts real life people like 3D prints as fans in the stands and my little self is in there oh my gosh how cool is that i'm gonna have to go check this out as soon as we're done recording that is so cool absolutely yeah old time table hockey talk to him too he's super cool um i like this so he's somebody who just likes my stuff i like his stuff um so yeah i i've i've lucky to um not have a lot of that misogynistic bs on my feed um but i think it just it bums me out when i you know drop in the comments of stuff that's that's pro women in sports and you see that negative negativity um so it just it sucks um but hopefully hopefully we're gonna phase that out um, yeah you know hopefully small you... progress is still progress. exactly you would think i would learn to not read the comments but I never learn. Oh, no. And then I just make myself upset. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, on my way uh, over here, I listened to your most recent one about the, the Oh Mama Don't You Cry chant. Oh, mm-hmm. And I, I, you were not alone. Like, I did the same thing. Um, and I'm a huge USA hockey fan, so that chant's always been, like, just, you know, just sets you afire. Uh, yeah, it's a great cool And it's, doesn't matter who's chanting it. I bet you anything, the men's team is just as excited to hear the women do that chant um, as they are to do it themselves. And if anyone doesn't like it, you know, you can always just keep scrolling. <laughs> exactly. If you don't like it, you can shut up. <laughs> yeah. 
I love that. That is so cool. Um, okay, like, I mean, I, I fully agree. Um, and we were kind of DMing back and forth a little bit before our interview. And you mentioned a little bit about wanting to talk about the artistic sub-community that kind of comes with sports. So just talk to me about that. That's not something I'm familiar with at all. I do not have an artistic bone in my body. Um, so I would love to hear more about that. Yeah, um, I touched on it a little bit earlier um, with, uh, I mentioned Guffy Chan. Um, like, not only was she the first person that ever made a purchase from me, but she's also an artist herself. Um, and her initial um, message to me was actually like, as an artistic colleague, just kind of asking me, like, what materials I use and advice, and I was super happy to just give her advice um, because, you know, I believe as an artist, like, there is no competition. Like, there's, there's just people, you, everyone can be doing the same thing, but nobody does what you do like you do it. Um, so, like, my business is not unique. Like, anyone could paint on shoes, purses, anyone can make earrings, but nobody does it like I do. And I, you know, I'm here to support anyone who also does what I do. Um, and I think that the people who are the most secure and the best at, you know, they're just great at what they do. They're always willing to help someone else out. Um, and I got to give a huge shout out to TKO Painting, um, who is one of those artists who I, she doesn't know this, but I call her my fairy jacket mother. Um, <laughs> so she's just like one of those people who I looked up to ever since before I started to cap design um and early on in like you know my infancy on instagram uh she ended up following me and she shared my work to her feed and that got me a ton of uh capital fans and i ended up getting some sales from that and it's just like someone like that like she had the reason to help me out she was super supportive, even though she didn't have to be. Um, and I aspire to be that way with anybody who wants advice from me. And I always try to, to give back. Um, and someone like, like Trent of Old Time Table Hockey, another creative person doing something completely different than I am, but just willing to just repost my stuff. Like, it's just, it's a community within a community, and, like, there's space for all of us, um, so it's awesome. And if anybody else wants to make hockey earrings, I would totally buy them from them, too. <laughs> I, it seems like such a supportive community and such a such a place of we lift each other up, you know, we're, we're not tearing each other down, we're not competition, we're, we're equals, and I, I love that. I think that is so fantastic and honestly just we need more of that in the, the world in general <laughs> yeah I mean like if you make stickers or prints or something like 
that means you love that stuff and you collect that stuff. So there's no need to like feel like there's not enough space for multiple people to do something because like I love art. I'm gonna I'm gonna support other artists. Um and I hope they'll support me and and that goes back to my pricing thing. Um just it's something that we all owe each other is to just believe in ourselves and, you know, just be advocates for ourselves and what we're worth. That's fantastic. I, what a wonderful space to be in. It seems like, you know, the, the sports community is already, you know, 99% absolutely fantastic. And I love being part of it, especially the hockey universe I found. And then, um, kind of having that even smaller sub community on top of it. It's got to feel kind of intimate and, you know, just really, really special and meaningful. Yeah. It's just, it's fun to see what people come up with. And like when someone's known for something, like they have a, a series or, or something like that. Um, like one of the coolest things, I can't believe I forgot to mention this when we were talking about the all-stars last year. Um, I got to meet S. Preston Design. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with his. I've heard work. heard the name. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he does like minimalistic sports prints. He does a lot of mascot prints, um, and then he also does like uh, he'll do a print for championship teams. Um, so he always does like a minimalist print of the winners of each respective, uh, you know, league's championship. Um, and he does an all-star print, at least for hockey, every year. He probably does it for the other sports, too. But, like, last year, because it was in Florida, it was a palm tree, and the fronds were kind of shaped like a star. And then this oh, year, cool. um, yeah, this year uh, it's a maple leaf that's shaped like a star. So I got to meet him in person last year because he was at some of the fan fest, uh, you know, events on the beach in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so that was like a starstruck little moment. Um, just another person that I look up to in the sports artistic community. And that was awesome. He followed me. and Oh, how special. That's like so fun. Like my stuff every now and then. I know. I'm like. I was fangirling. I'm like, oh my God. I'm sure. I love you. <laughs> yeah. So just, it's cool. Um, and even if you're not an artist, like, it's just, like, following artists is, I mean, I can't speak for non-artists, but just just watching people, like, pay homage to their love of sport, like, in their unique way is really cool. Yeah, I love seeing how creative people can be and all the different designs and things they can come up with. And it's just, it's so cool. Like people are so talented and I just, I love seeing them and I love supporting them in any way that I can. Yeah. I love a series. Like I love seeing like the same concept over and over again. So it's like a constraint. Um, but then like the creativity within that constraint mm-hmm. is just super fun. Like reverse retro. That's a good yeah. example on a larger scale. It's like, all right, you got to do this. And here are the rules. Like you can play with 
these colors from the past, these logos, and how is each individual team going to, like, take that challenge and what are they going to do with it? Um, so hopefully when we go to Fanatics, we'll have something come back like that. I hope so. I'm a little nervous about the Fanatics jersey thing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but okay. uh, we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got to step it up if they're going to be in the big show. Yeah. They're not just the... Not just a little, like, fan version. Like, you're the real deal now, guys. Yeah. Act like it. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I heard that they're doing away with their jerseys when they go no. fanatics. Yeah. I just, oh my God. just this morning, I was listening to Podcast Friends Late Arrivals, and they, like, briefly mentioned it. So I don't, I can't, I can't confirm or deny, but they did say, like, They've heard that they're getting rid of third jerseys, so. Oh, you just, like, broke my heart. I know. I hope that's not true. When you were talking about third jerseys earlier, because they were talking about the new Sharks jersey that just came out last night. Right. Which yeah, is the black one. incredible. Mm-hmm. It's, I love it. I think it is oh, so, yeah. so beautiful. But they were like, well, it's, you know, a shame that they came out with it so late in the season because, like, we won't get to see it again when Fanatics takes over. Oh, Oh, I really hope that's true. Oh, yeah, I I don't know. Who knows? Um, it's yeah. foolish. If that's true, that is a shame. Like, you're going to intentionally limit your sales? Why? That's so true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's stupid. Like, what are you doing? Get me on the board at Fanatics. <laughs> I'm here for it. The, this league, making good decisions is a rarity, so... Fine. Oh, yeah. We still love them. <laughs> we do. We do. Okay, we're going to kind of start wrapping up here. I ask everyone this question. My listeners know it's coming every interview. What <laughs> is your favorite Taylor Swift song? All right. Um, well, we talked about this, so you're prepared. I'm not a Swifty. Um, <laughs> Hope that doesn't, you know, make this episode not get aired. <laughs> oh, you're over. Can't um, no. <laughs> Oh, no. No, no, no. I oh, t- no. totally get it. Um, so as a non-Swifty, I am not super familiar with her discography, but there's one song that I think came across my feed as audio for a reel, and I liked it enough to add it to my Apple playlist and I think it's Daylight. Is that what it's called? Okay. Yeah, there's a song um, called Daylight. That's a beautiful song. I love that one. Yeah, so it just gives me kind of like this like penthouse vibe, like just like chilling in my house, like just I can see myself like working in my studio, like with that playing and like it just it feels like a mood to me. Um, and as a non-Swifty, talking with a huge Swifty, um, if you can recommend me songs that are like, that feel like that. Ooh, okay. Oh my goodness. I would have to think about it. I should, I could write you a whole essay. The first one that comes to my mind is False God. That one definitely gives penthouse city vibes. Um, yeah. Oh boy, you put me on the spot Yeah, you feel, you... (laughs) 
I like that you picked up what I was putting down with like that penthouse description because I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to understand this, but you did. So Yes, I get it. I get it. I am going to message you. I'm going to think about it and I'm going to send you a message because I love that. Daylight is such a, I was expecting you to say like a a single. Daylight's kind of a a niche little, niche little song. I love that. That came across. Yeah, it just came across. I just. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'm back with this. I like this. <laughs> and then just, you know, I, I have to mention, like, my, you know, my buffalo ties. Um, I'm a little salty. I just Not at Taylor Swift herself, but at the Chiefs, because my Bills lost this week to them. They did. Did you R. see R. that they yeah. cut off the hot water for the Chiefs? Really? Yeah, like in after they lost somehow in the Chiefs locker room, all the hot water for the showers got cut off. Oh my, that is yeah. savage. If that was intentional. Yeah, I think the the league is investigating it, but like, that's, that's rough. Ooh, yeah. I did not. I did not hear about that. That's. Mm, I don't like that. Yeah, after playing in like six like feet that. of snow or something, like imagine having. To, oh yeah. Mm mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a fan of that. No, that is, Bills that are a great team. I um, tutored Gabe Davis in college, and so I okay. I love him, and I think he's such a phenomenal player. I was bummed that he was hurt. Um, but, yeah, I like the Bills. I got nothing against them. I'm not a huge, huge football fan, but they're a team that I, because yeah. of Gabe Davis, I kind of, you know, follow in the on the perimeter. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan either, but just. My family, my dad deserves to see a championship at some point oh, in Buffalo. <laughs> it's it's rough. Yeah, it's been a <laughs> long time coming. coming. <laughs> I love that. Okay, we're gonna wrap up before we go. Just tell me where can my listeners find you if you want to plug your personal socials, your business. Just give it give it all so everyone can find you and follow you and support you. The only place I'm really active is my main uh, business Instagram at Tap Designs. I have a personal, I don't really go on there, haven't posted in a couple years, I think. Um, I have, what is it, threads? I, oh, I, I, I never I don't, jumped I don't, on that train. On there. <laughs> no, I don't, you don't need to follow me on there. I have a TikTok where I have like a handful of posts, I think I'm going to try to share more behind-the-scenes stuff on TikTok. Ooh, like, okay. Just, yeah, just a little more, like, unpolished, like, just just more raw stuff because Instagram is, I don't know, it's so intimidating and you just, it feels like you got to be perfect on there. So I'm, I'm using TikTok as my just, I'm I'm trying this out, seeing if it works. So if anyone wants to just join me on there, I I may or may not forget about it from time to time. I think I'm sitting up designs on there too. That's how where I'm on there. But I'm sure it's the same. Yeah. I don't even plug yeah, my I, podcast TikTok anymore because I <laughs> never use it. We posted one TikTok and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I forgot to talk about this. I didn't let you know but I um I posted about on my about it on my TikTok that's why I thought about it I just last week 
registered for the Florida Panthers Adult Learn to Play Hockey program. So, yeah. So that is something that I'm definitely going to be posting on TikTok. I will probably also post a lot about that on my Instagram because I'm so excited to, in a few months, make that jump from hockey fan to hockey player. I can't wait. Oh, that's going to be so fun. Yeah. Good on you for doing that. I can't even stand up in a pair of skates. So I really commend you for wanting to jump all into the sport. That's awesome. Yeah, I could barely do it myself, but I took a couple skating lessons uh, this summer. And I mean, I can still barely do it. But luckily, this program is geared toward true beginners who have no experience. And that is me. So we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh. Wishing you the best of luck on that journey. (laughs) Thank you so so much. I love that. Okay. We are just about done here. Thank you so, so much for coming on, Beth. I really enjoyed this conversation. I had so much fun. Thank you. Me too. This is my first podcast. How exciting. Oh, I love being the first one. If any podcasters are listening out here, talk to Beth have her on. (laughs) That was so much fun. Well, thank you again. And please follow Beth, support her work, stick tap designs. So, so cool. DM her with any fun requests that you have and pay her what she's worth because she is worth (laughs) a lot of money. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. See you guys next week. Bye.